So I wonder, before we start tonight, um, if Steve, you could throw up on the slides. Have you ever seen an adoption ceremony? Has anyone ever seen an adoption ceremony? Please take your hands up. Ever been part of one? Yeah? It's an amazing ceremony, isn't it? Well, for those of you who haven't seen one, some really cute kids, isn't there? Really cute kids having a ball in a courtroom. So what is an adoption ceremony? An adoption ceremony is it's when a child's been in foster care or a person's been in foster care for a number of years and then they find a family. Instead of remaining in the foster system, they move to be adopted. But an adoption ceremony is when they go to court and they come up to court and they sit with this judge and they, they just tell them the whole world that this is our child. Now, what is an adoption ceremony? As you've seen in the pictures, there's cake. I'm in if there's cake. Balloons, love balloons. There's party hats. And there's a real sense of joy. There's a real sense of emotion. And there's a real happiness within that adoption ceremony. But why is everyone so happy there? So I was, I was speaking to Jeff, our senior pastor, a few days ago, and he was sharing his experience of this. And him and his wife... Jenny, when they were in America, one of their family um, had an adoption ceremony for one of their children. And the reason it's so happy is that this child, who was in care for whatever reason, now has a loving family, now has a home, now has a mum and dad or brother and sister, whatever else. But that's not it. So they came to this courtroom, they had this judge, who probably deals with a lot of stuff, let's be honest, what, what goes on. The judges see a lot of things. But he said the judge was just overwhelmed just so happy to see that this child was actually becoming part of a family. He had security guards, big burly security guards, bigger than me, which is quite big. Big burly security guards, probably crying. Let's be honest, there's a few things we heard tonight, isn't there? I had to close my eyes because I'm not very good at this sort of thing. But bringing tears of joy and happiness because it's love, isn't it? It's what we're seeing as love. And Jeff said, everyone in the room, families, the relatives, and the relatives, and they're probably relatives that you never see unless it's a wedding or a funeral. Everyone was there. All the friends were there, all the co-workers were there. The court officials, who should be busy, were probably in the room as well. And everyone was having a real celebration. And it really is, really is an, an emotional time. And baptism is just like that. We put all these words together, don't we, as Christians? We talk about testimony, it's a story. Baptism, it's adoption, isn't it? It's, it's, we, sometimes we overconfuse things. So what is baptism? It's like an adoption ceremony. When a person accepts Christ as their Lord and Savior, they're instantly made right in the eyes of God. Not through what they have done, but as we said before, through Christ and what he has done for us. They're adopted in his family. And the Bible talks of us being adopted into the family. It says through Christ, sorry, it says as being adopted into the sonship through Christ. That is, it is through his love that he does this. It's through Christ. Now, when we're children of God, we no longer are who we used to be. We still make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. We're all a work in progress. When we become a Christian, you don't stop making mistakes. But when you're part of the heavenly family, you don't need an invitation. You don't need a letter to come from heaven saying, well done, signed, sealed. You don't need the angels to, to message you on WhatsApp and invite you to a group. You're in. You're in. Plus, there's too many WhatsApp groups anyway, isn't there? But in the story of Jesus' baptism by John, there's an amazing account. And it's within Matthew chapter 3, verse 13 to 17. So let's read it. Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it, saying, I'm the one who should be baptizing you. 
Why are you coming to me? Jesus said it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires of us. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, as Jesus came came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling upon him. And a voice from heaven saying, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. Drinking from the bottle wasn't in the Bible, that's just me. But this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. A voice from heaven, who was that? It was God the Father. God the Father in heaven broke heavenly protocol. He was so astounding, he was so excited that when he seen his son, Jesus Christ, raised out of that water, he broke protocol. He said, that's my son. I love him. I, the Father, love him. He's Jesus. He's my son. That's him. Now, we all know, teenagers, don't we? Parents say some ridiculous things. Yeah? As a parent, I do try with my best efforts to try and embarrass my children. But in this instance, it's not cringeworthy. It's not embarrassing. And I can bet you, when God the Father said this to Jesus Christ, there was no cringing. When this was said, (laughs) when this was said, I can imagine... I can guarantee you that Jesus wasn't cringing, okay? And in fact, this was an open declaration of his love by his father, which was the strength and encouragement that he needed before he went into the desert for one of his greatest trials. So tonight, when these baptism, when the baptism candidates have shared their stories, told of their love for Jesus Christ, I was filled with emotions. And I know before I was saved, before I became a Christian, I was filled with a lot of emotions I couldn't really explain. And it's hard to explain these things, isn't it? There were tears of joy, tears of happiness. Someone's bound to have cried through them testimonies. But why, why are we so emotional about this? Why? Because we're coming home. We're saying, welcome home. That's what it is. It's a family celebration. God the Father has said, welcome home. So as I said earlier on, once you're saved, there's nothing else you need to do. Nothing you need to do, but Jesus has asked us to be baptized. So our Father in heaven is a loving Father. He hasn't changed much. Well, he doesn't change at all, let's be honest. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's never going to change. And just as he rejoiced at the sight of his Son, Jesus being baptized, he will also rejoice over us when we're baptized in public, declaring our love and new lives in Christ. So tonight, what do you think God the Father is going to be doing? Any ideas? If he hasn't changed, he's going to be rejoicing, isn't he? He rejoiced over his son, Jesus Christ. And in Jesus Christ, which we are, he rejoices over us. So tonight, he's going to be rejoicing over Joy, Eden, Kathy, Sam, Linda, Kayla, Lowen, and Jude. He's going to be rejoicing over you guys. Baptism is very symbolic, as Paul said at the start. It speaks of death to old self and life to fullness in Jesus Christ. It symbolizes Jesus Christ's death and resurrection. So tonight when we put these guys in the pool, when they go down into the water, it symbolizes their death and burial with Jesus Christ. And when we bring them back out of the water, I hope still breathing, when we bring them out, we're not keeping them in for three days, don't worry. When we bring them out, it it will show symbolically it's their resurrection to new life in Jesus Christ. That's all it is. 
It's just joining ourselves to Christ in baptism. It's also a sign of being spiritually made clean. And that's why John said to Jesus, what are you doing? You don't need to be here. You're not sinful. You haven't made mistakes because Jesus, Jesus was perfect. So John said, why? But Jesus says, the Father has asked us to do it, so we must do it. I didn't bring any soap or heapy scrub, but I could jump into that pool tonight and try and make myself clean, but it's not going to change the way I think. It's not going to change the way I act. It's not going to change my road rage. Sorry, I shouldn't have probably said that. But it's not going to change them things, is it? That's just outward cleaning, but we need something to clean us inside. And the only way we can be clean inside is by giving our lives to Christ. Giving our lives to Christ means that we have to fully give our lives to Christ. And that's hard, isn't it? Giving up full control. Giving full control to Jesus Christ, but that's what we have to do. Saying we want to become more like you. So ultimately, why are we here tonight? All of these amazing people have been adopted into God's family. And we are here to see them declare to everyone, as they already have, but ultimately to Christ that they're in, fully in. So let's think back to my first question the adoption ceremony. The feelings and the emotions that you may have felt earlier on are going to be even more when it comes to the baptisms, I can assure you. I'm going to need Jeff to sprinkle my eyes because I'm going to be crying. But there's going to be so many emotions in the room. There's going to be happiness. There's going to be tears. And you're going to be looking around you if you don't know Christ, thinking, what on earth is going on? As I said before, we're, we're bringing these guys home. They're still going to make mistakes. They're still going to mess up, but they're home with Jesus Christ. You know, what I want to leave with you tonight, what I want you to leave with, if anything else, is that God is love, and he loves you. He sees past your mistakes, he rejoices over you, and when you give his life to his son, Jesus Christ, there is no turning back, there's nothing better. As Sam said earlier on, it's indescribable. But you may be sitting here thinking, I don't feel joy joyful. I don't feel very happy. I feel like I've made a mess and it can't be me. But I want to tell you to take comfort because our God, who created the heavens and the earth, the stars, the solar systems, the waters and the deep, loves you. And he gives his life for you and he loves you. So he's asking you to come home. So as we close, do you know Jesus? Are you a child of the king? Are you in his family? Maybe you feel when you're watching that tonight, there's, I can connect with that. There is something, it does, I don't know what it is, I can't describe it. Hold on to that thought. Hold on to that thought. There'd be so many opportunities just to say yes, but it'd be very easy to run out the door tonight and just forget about all this. But I want to leave you with you tonight that God is love. This is his family and he loves you. So no matter where you are, no matter who you are, or what you have done, or what you're going to do, God loves you. You are created in the image of God, and he wants you to come home. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We love the fact that we are so broken, foolish, completely upside down, Lord. But you turn us the right way up. You set our feet on a solid ground, which is Jesus Christ. And as we spoke so many times tonight, Lord, as we welcome these people in this, to this adoption ceremony, into this baptism, into Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that there's a, a tug at someone's heart who doesn't know you. I pray, Lord, that there's a desire, there's a hunger, Lord. 
I pray, Lord, there's an acceptance of you as Lord and Savior. So, Lord, as we enter into the baptism sequence now, Lord, I pray for your Holy Spirit just to have your way, that we may glorify you, that we may honor you, and that we may love you. To you be the glory. Amen.